0: Whenever you're listening to me, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakali, and this is today's Tech Briefing. In this program,
1: Uh, the analytics space has moved from being a solution which was there for only select few. It was always called management information system. So it was only available for few people in the organization. So towards a mechanism where we are talking about consumerization of data, where almost everyone is consuming
0: data. That's after these headlines. Messenger RNAs, or mRNAs, that became famous because they can fight COVID-19, as German company BioNTech showed in its vaccine, can fight cancer too, the company has found. BioNTech has just started human tests for cancer treatment that uses mRNAs, which was found to completely shrink tumors in mice, new scientists report. In BioNTech's tests, a mixture of four mRNAs that instructs cells to produce four proteins called cytokines that are naturally released by immune cells to fight cancer cells was given to mice with cancerous tumours. The mixture was injected directly into tumours in 20 mice. This caused the immune cells within the tumours to release large amounts of cytokines that triggered an immune response. As a result, the tumours had completely shrunk in all but one of the mice in less than 40 days. Apple must allow developers to point users to payment options other than the in-app option within the app store, a judge ruled in California on September 10th in a lawsuit brought against the iPhone maker by Epic Games in August last year, alleging abuse of market power by Apple. Epic is similarly taking Google to court. The ruling is being seen among India's startups as part of a global consensus against Apple and Google's App Store practice of forcing developers to use their proprietary systems and charge up to 30% fees on in-app sale of digital goods. We look forward to a reality where Indian developers will have a choice of which payment options to adopt and Indian payment players will get a level playing field to compete in the app economy, Alliance of Digital India Foundation, a lobby, said in a press release over the weekend. Such a move will unleash app economy revolution in India while also putting more money in the hands of developers. It is critical that the Indian government also enacts laws to ensure the interests of Indian startups and developers are safeguarded, the foundation said in its release. Apple is facing an antitrust challenge in India also for allegedly abusing its dominant position in the apps market by forcing developers to use its proprietary in-app payments system. Reuters reported on September second, Last month, South Korea became the first country to ban Apple and Google's App Store practices that include forcing developers to use their proprietary payment systems. Amazon announced the Fire TV Stick 4K Max, its best streaming stick yet, according to a press release. The new streaming stick is 40% more powerful than Fire TV Stick 4K and features a new quad-core 1.8 GHz processor, and 2 GB of RAM, so your apps start faster and navigation is more fluid. Fire TV Stick 4K Max is also Amazon's first streaming media player to offer Wi-Fi 6 support and uses the latest MediaTek MT7921LS Wi-Fi 6 chipset, which means smoother streaming in 4K. Pre-orders are open. And the six thousand four hundred and ninety nine rupees device starts shipping on october seventh. Spirion, a US company that makes aftermarket telematics products, has opened an engineering hub in Bangalore. With a team of forty engineers already in place in India, the company plans to further grow its engineering headcount in India and the US, the company said on september tenth in a press release. The launch of Spirion Telematics India follows the Vehicle Intelligence Company's five-year partnership with a managed service provider in the country. Largely focused on software development, the team grew from 7 to more than 40 engineers. With the opening of its own engineering center, these employees will transition to Spirion. The analytics space has moved from being the exclusive domain of a few who had access to the necessary computer resources, to the realm of consumerization of business software driven by advances in edge computing capabilities, as well as modern software applications. I spoke to Varun Babbar, Managing Director in India at Qlik, a well-known data management software company, to learn about some of the implications of this shift and how Click's active intelligence helps companies get more out of their data. Here's more. Varun, uh, welcome to this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for making uh, time for this. Of course, Click uh, is well known in the world of enterprise data management uh, and for your active intelligence uh, solutions. Uh, but for people who are not familiar with your work and about Click, uh, perhaps you could start by telling us a bit about what Click is, uh, what it does, and uh, we'll go from there.
1: Yes. So Click uh, Q- started its operations in Sweden in 1993. And if I talk about our India operations, we started our year in year 2010 with Bangalore as a headquarter. Over the last 10, 11 years, we have grown into four other offices in India. Uh, one is in Baroda, one is in Mumbai and Delhi and Bangalore, of course, that remains our headquarters. Uh, in India, we have expanded our offerings with respect to expanding our R&D team. Uh, we, have, we also have our customer success and consulting teams as well as sales team based out of here. Uh, so basically, in India, we are around 200 plus employees, uh, around 10% of our workforce. Over the last 10 years, we have acquired around 800 plus active customers, uh, including Indian Oil, TCS, Bajaj Auto, SDFC Life, et cetera, to name few of them. Uh, we run our business directly, as well as through our channel ecosystem. We have 40 plus partners in various categories, uh, including system integrators like Infosys, uh, TCS, uh, working with consulting firms like ENY, K- KPMG, as well as having some technology partnership with other technology firms, uh, building an OEM relationship with them. Um, over the last one year, some of the key recognitions, as you mentioned, we are well recognized in this space. Uh, we've been recognized as the leader in Gartner Magic Quadrant for data analytics, uh, as well as challenger in the data manage- Gartner Magic Quadrant for uh, data integration. Uh, We are also rated as exemplary vendor and uh, overall value index leader by Ventana Research, uh, who published their uh, research on various analytic solutions every year. On an India recognition perspective, we have been recognized by Economic Times this year as best tech brand for 2021. So this is brief about what we've been doing in India as Click. Uh, Hari.
0: Okay, excellent. Uh so today, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you might call your uh, flagship products and platforms.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so before I go get into it, I would really, really like to talk about how this whole industry is moving, right? So if see the analytics space, uh, over the last, uh, say, decade or so, uh, the analytics space has moved from being a solution which was there for only select few, It was always called management information system, so it was only available for few people in the organization. So towards a mechanism where we are talking about consumerization of data, where almost everyone is consuming data. And in a way, pandemic has helped in this. Uh, I have talked to customers who say that with a lot of time sitting at homes and not traveling at all, they 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 can spend a lot of time with the data and they are asking their teams to provide more data so that they can take more database decisions. So, so there's a big shift from where organizations are moving from a static kind of a passive reporting environment towards a very active environment where, where analytics applications are embedded within their own yeah. systems. People are talking about uh, uh, insight-based delivery. They're saying that, why should I go to a dashboard? Why can't an insight be delivered to me where I want? Uh, in, the, in the same way, they want to um, leverage new technologies like natural language processing so that they can talk to the data like they chat with everything else. So they're talking about building chatbots on top of analytics, uh, they're talking about building alerting mechanism. Um, so in in all likelihood, Hariji, we would have been doing this uh, podcast uh, uh, together, sitting together uh, uh, instead of doing it on Zoom. Uh, but. Uh, thanks to pandemic the lot of collaboration technologies are being leveraged to do things same is happening in analytics also a lot of collaboration technologies being used uh, uh, so people want that also so so in line with these trends click also innovated their solution so it's not that uh, whatever I mentioned in the last 2-3 minutes is not relevant. Static reports are still relevant now. There are regulatory requirements which require us to publish those static reports. People still want to do self-service analytics, while analytics is very relevant. So, in line with all these solutions, we built a complete platform, which helps users to do everything that I talked about today. So, so you talked about Click uh, flagship products. Our flagship product is ClickSense. Sense. Uh, which, which which allows users and environment to do uh, analytics, whether it is static, whether it is uh, uh, they want to do a drill down, whether they want to do analytical applications, whether they want to do self-service visual analytics, mobile analytics. There's, that platform provides users all the capability to do all these things. And then we have added on components on top of that platform. Components like uh, our chat services, which allows users to chat with the data, are alerting services which allows users to configure their own uh, threshold-based alerts uh, and algorithms so that they can be intimated in case uh, something is not going right in the uh, in their business according to the rules that they've set. Uh, we've built collaboration, uh, integrated collaboration technology so that people can actually share, comment, work together on the data to data together. So. Uh, so, in a way, if I can say that we build a platform to satisfy all key user capabilities and added all augmented capabilities as well as cognitive capabilities on top of it. So that's one part of the story uh, where we talk about how do we enable users to get maximum out of the data. The second area that we are uh, spending a lot of time and energy is data itself. So users can, we can give as much flexibility to the users, but if the users cannot trust that data, then there is no point building that solution. And that is the second area we've been investing a lot of time. Um, So if I talk about data journey, uh, organizations have moved from building big data warehouses and then building data lakes, moving towards an environment. Now where we are talking about movement of data to cloud, as well as hybrid data movement to cloud. And now people building their data catalogs so that they can shop, shop the data as and when they want to. So, so these, are, these are the trends that we see in the data space. And that is where our data integration portfolio comes into the picture. We click replicate, we allow users to real-time replicate data from any source system to any target system. So that so on uh, on the real-time basis, they can take decisions. In the same way, through a Click uh, Catalog, we allow users to build the data catalog so that they can work with the data as and when they want to. And they can shop the beta, data like we are shopping on an Amazon website or, or something like that. So we have invested in a solution called NodeGraph, which is a metadata management solution which uh, which will allow users now to trust the data more by giving them capabilities of data lineage, and so that they can understand from where this data is coming and what we're doing with this data before it comes into the analytic application. So so these are some of the key areas that we see, uh, which are the major trends in this space. And accordingly, our uh, portfolio consists of various products uh, as part of the platform to satisfy those needs.
0: Hmm. So one of the... uh... Uh, you know, points that I came across while trying to uh, learn something about Click. I mean, ahead of talking to you, is this uh, idea of uh, active intelligence that Click uh, seems to be known for. Uh, explain to us a little bit about what you mean by active intelligence.
1: So, as I was mentioning in the last uh, question also, that uh, people are moving to from a more passive a data environment to a very active data environment wherein they're saying give us the data in a more real-time environment in the form and shape like we want at the place that we want at the time that we want in a way that we want it to consume so so if i go back a uh, few years consumption of data in an analytics environment the endpoint was always in dashboard that user will go to a dashboard analyze the data and come back to their own other applications and do the actions on top of it. I think that uh, that part is merging with the active intelligence now. So we are enabling capabilities so that people can real time connect to their source systems, get that data replicated into their systems and actively take decisions in the format they want. Uh, We have uh, have solutions uh, like Blender where you can even trigger an action as soon as an insight comes without any human intervention. uh, active intelligence means that allowing users the capability to get to whatever data they want in a more real time environment and then taking decisions out of that just to give you an example we have customers like uh, indian oil so who have uh, integrated their 28000 retail outlets with our click uh, uh, solution and on a near real-time basis, all the data that, that is getting captured in uh, in those retail outlets with respect to wet stock analysis, with respect to pricing change, you know that pricing for petrol products change on daily basis now. So to ensure that there are no fraudulent activities at the dealer end, uh, we have built a streaming solution with respect to which all price analysis can be done on more real-time basis uh, with Indian Oil. Similarly, they have integrated um analytic solutions with the uh, more advanced analytic solutions like python where they build algorithms and integrate click sense with that so that now they can predict that what is the right time to uh, maintain their heat exchangers because if they don't maintain them on at the right time it means that higher consumption of fuel to use them and hence higher costs so um so so in this way using the technology in the way they want in a more real-time environment has given a lot of benefits to our customers.
0: Hmm. You mentioned consumerization of data earlier on. Uh, Give us a couple of examples uh, to illustrate uh, what are the implications of this, uh, by which I mean, uh, let's say a pharma company's uh, salesperson, uh, he or she has... uh, uh, analytics uh, available on his or her phone or a, a loan officer in a bank. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of examples. I mean, give us a sense of what this means, consumerization of uh, data. And also these days, there's a lot more, uh, in know, so-called edge computing happening. So what what is the implication of all of this?
1: So if I talk about consumerization of data, see, it is... Uh, uh, so if you talk about literacy, right, we, we talk a lot about data literacy these days, that whether we are enabling our organizations in the right way, uh, so that every person in the organization can read, understand, talk to the data and, uh, and take more decisions out of it. So we, we did a survey with Accenture and we call it Human Impact of Data Literacy as an output of that survey we could found that india in fact is one of the leaders when it comes to data literacy of the of people in their organization with approximately 46% of people feeling that they they are comfortable with the data but in the same way, when we uh, talk about uh, leaders taking decisions almost 80% of people say that they don't trust the data and um, and hence uh, and they go to the their gut feeling only to take their their decisions so so there's a huge mismatch there fifty three percent of people as part of part of that survey said that they can do their jobs better if there is a formal data literacy training uh, that they go through. So so with, with all these things coming in, we uh, we also kind of uh, saw what kind of trends are there with, with with analytics moving from one to many kind of environment where an IT team was building for many people. and then some business analysts were building for uh, say business teams. And then finally, we talked about that a lot of data scientists sitting and doing a lot of data crunching. So uh, moving from many to few environment also. Now we are seeing an environment we're talking about where many to many is happening, that all the people in the organization want to consume data and build applications which they can collaborate and share with everyone. And that is where consumerization plays a greater role. And that's where I think uh, uh, the third aspect, uh, I always call it that it is a tripod. I talked about two, I talked about two things, data analytics and data integration earlier. Uh, but to make, you can always take the right technology decisions, but to make the project and initiative successful, you really need to have your data literacy strategy in space because it is a change management project. You need to enable your people. You need to take care of your people to ensure that uh, they can, they can leverage maximum out of all the technology investments that you're doing. Just to give you an example, you talked about few scenarios, and all of them are very relevant. Um, uh, one of our customers, HDFC Life, has actually built a data literacy framework where they talk about a CARE framework, uh, C A R E, where which means that communication, access, record, and um, enablement. So, so any analytics applications that they build, they 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 they've created a. Uh, internal communication strategy around this care framework so that every o- person in the organization is aware that what is coming in this application, what I need to access, what kind of records are we talking about and how I'm going to get enabled about it. So um, so this way, a lot of our customers have built their analytics strategies um, as well as uh, have their uh, uh, solutions uh, uh, taken to a broader audience through um, uh, these data literacy projects. So, so, so this way, um, uh, and seeing this trend again, we've also launched the data literacy as a service offering, where our, where we work with our customers to understand where their people are, and then build their uh, uh, analytics education strategy based on that. So, so that's one part where we talk about uh, what's changing with respect to the people aspect of the data. Coming to edge computing, definitely there's a big change um, uh, happening uh, at the compute level. And I think all this is uh, kind of driving the uh, technology innovations also. So if you talk about, again, going back a decade or so, uh, we were having 32-bit computers. Then it moved to 64-bit computers, which resulted into a lot of in-memory solutions coming in. Um, Then we talked about virtualizations. Now we're talking about a lot of data moving to the clouds. Uh, in forms of uh, and have we having our containers and Gpus so that we can share the resources optimally. And finally, I think a lot of things we are seeing at edge computing level also. So um, so as the device itself has the power to run the applications, you you see more and more streaming devices getting created and more and more uh, uh, data being generated as well as analyzing at the uh, end end level only. So, so we definitely see that trend.
0: Mm. Uh, To extend this point of uh, uh, senior executives in companies uh, not being able to trust the data that they get, uh, if you step back, uh, what are are some of the biggest challenges uh, in uh, managing data today? So,
1: when we talk about data challenges, I think there are two, three key aspects which is there. First is time um all all traditionally we've seen all these data integration projects have been uh, really uh, long projects which takes around 2 to 3 years really to implement that kind of a solution right so and and when when a business user is or a senior executive is waiting for 2 to 3 years for something to actually get delivered in that time the environment has already changed for him so 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 that time is kind of uh, killing the uh, the whole aspect of the solutions that is that is where we are uh, we are seeing that there is a lot of hybrid cloud movement uh, movement of data happening people building their own catalog so that they can give the data directly to the business users rather than the analytic application. so that is the trend that we are seeing um, so so that's one aspect and uh, accordingly click has also built a data fitness plan. So it is like any fitness regime we have personally where we have uh, uh, a legs day or or we have a bicep day. In the same way, we have built a data fitness plan where we say that we will build a 30, 60, 90 day plan with the organization so that we are delivering the data side of the story in data integration projects in 30 days itself, not in three years. So, uh, so th- that's one challenge that organizations see. Second challenge, what trust... Uh, 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 the trust uh, factor uh, is greatly impacted by is that that if if the solution that you build is a black box, people are definitely not going to trust that data, right? So so while moving data from your source system to your analytical applications, we do a lot of transformations. Um, we, we so so all those transformations, all those integrations of data from multiple data points. If the final users is not able to uh, conceptualize and visualize it in an easy format, then he's probably going not going to trust that data. And that is where, as I mentioned, we acquired a technology very recently called NodeGraph, which allows uh, users to see in a very user-friendly way that how the data life cycle of this data point has moved. Uh, what are the various transformations done? We can see all the data lineage that has happened uh, o- across various sources. So, so I think if we give that visibility to the users as well as if we take care of that time element in delivery of the projects, uh, the trust on the data will definitely increase. And lastly, um, data literacy is an important aspect. Um, uh, I think, as I said, India, uh, that survey's output was that India is the most data literate uh, uh, c- country across the globe. But we also saw that as that part of the survey that a lot of people feel that if they are enabled in the right way they can do better with the uh, uh, they can do their jobs better so um, so 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 having data literacy as a strategy where you are building an upskilling environment within your uh, organization is equally key to the success of these projects mm. uh,
0: what are some of the most important areas uh of uh, software development that you're focusing on at uh, Click India.
1: Okay, as I mentioned over the last two three years, we uh, we started our R&D operations also in India. Uh, so we have uh, two R&D centers, one in Vadodara and one is Bangalore. Uh, so so approximately almost all products that we build, there's some kind of work happening in our India environment around those products. Uh, so, so that's one side of the story. If so we, as I said, we in India, we have around 200 plus employees uh, and the and significant portion of that is uh, our R&D and customer success people who work with our customers uh, and as well as on the products that are there. Um, the second key part is uh, uh, when we talk about upscaling is also about uh, building the ecosystem, uh, where, where you are creating an environment that there are more and more people who know about your technology and, and they're working on your technology. So So we initiated a, a, a Click academic program where we work with universities as well as uh, students and uh, uh, the researchers who are doing PhD etc. And we are offer, we offer our software to them for at, at no cost. So that they can use their uh, software in their uh, curriculums, they can use their software. Uh, we also give it to the professors so that they can run the subject based on that. Uh, people do their research projects on Click projects now. So, um, so in this way, we've kind of onboarded around 400 plus universities as part of our Click Academy program, and which has helped us actually creating an ecosystem where now we can align our uh, these universities with our partners like uh, all these system integrators and then creates a whole pipeline uh, where where we're talking about upskilling people and then they're going into their jobs and then uh, performing better from the day one itself so 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 these are the two three key things that we are working towards one is definitely working uh, internally our r&d teams uh, Um, working on various product lines which are there. Uh, One of the key product line is uh, cognitive intelligence. We do a lot of work around natural language processing uh, and cognitive intelligence in India. And second is this uh, Click Academy.
0: Okay, excellent. We'll leave it there for this conversation, Varun. Thank you so much for making time for this and I hope to keep the conversation going. Thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure to talk That was Warren Bubba. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Thank you for listening.